This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here, along with Dwayne Stats, Rays broadcaster, filling in this week for Bill Chastain. Dwayne, thanks first of all for joining us. It's my pleasure, and there's a lot of pressure here, you know, filling in for Bill Chastain uh, because he's so glib and insightful. And so I'm, I'll do my very best and, and hope that uh, we can get through it, and we'll uh, look forward to Bill's return. Yeah, and we got uh, got to do the podcast in person a week ago with Bill Chastain at the winter meetings. But now all the teams have left the D.C. area, headed back to their markets. Um, as far as the Rays go, they didn't get a deal done technically at the winter meetings. But officially here on Monday afternoon as we record this podcast, Wilson Ramos is a member of the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and this is a... I think it's a huge signing for the Rays when you look at at catcher a year ago and it just never kind of came about what they were hoping to get out of their catchers. Now you get Wilson Ramos, a guy that if he hadn't gotten injured at the end of 2016, I would think there's no chance the Rays are able to sign him. But because of the injury and because of their willingness to, to, I guess, be patient, here you have a guy who was one of the best catchers in Major League Baseball in 2016, and he's going to be with the Rays the next two years. Yeah, and that's, that's a major addition for this club. It, it seems that uh, at least half the teams in baseball are looking for catching it. The Rays have, uh, it seems, uh, forever been looking for a solution behind the plate uh, with varying degrees of success and uh, frustration. And so Wilson Ramos, uh, I, I think that's a major plus for this team. You know, the knee is, is an issue, uh, the ACL there. Uh, some discussion about whether he'll be able to play the first couple months of the season. but uh, And who knows, but we're already hearing, at least from him, that uh, he thinks he could DH for this team before that and, and be back earlier than some people think. And all I can say is that this team is generally very cautious about things like that. So um, I'm not sure they're going to be in a hurry even to have him DH that early. But they can wait a couple months on uh, on a quality catcher like Wilson Ramos. He could make a big difference on this team. Yeah, and a guy that's in his prime, 29 years old, the slash line a year ago, by far his best year in the big leagues, 307, 354, 496. He hit 22 homers, Dwayne, 80 RBIs, and really was a, a key member of the middle of that Nationals lineup. Um it's a knee, so obviously the catching will take time. But besides being a great guy offensively, um, and he really took off after, I think, having LASIK eye surgery last offseason, um, beyond that, he's also great defensively. And when you have a Rays team that really focuses on, obviously, that starting rotation, how key is that to have a guy that, that does a great job with pitch framing and everything that Ramos brings defensively? 
Yeah, I don't think it could be more important uh, than than any other part of this club. And you're right. When they've been successful, a lot of things have to go right. But it all begins with pitching and then protecting that pitching with good defense. And frankly, that was an issue for this team a year ago. There were some miscalculations, I think, defensively about this team. They have been addressed, and, and this is a big step forward for them. And so I'm, uh, I'm encouraged by uh, seeing uh, this development essentially come out of the winter meetings because catching is a big deal as well as the rest of the defense, and I think they've, they've done a, a pretty good job of shoring up the inner defense on the infield with a couple of switches and, uh, and uh, a move here and there. And so I think, uh, I, I think they're moving in the right direction. Still some work to be done. Now, how do you think they will handle those first couple of months without Ramos behind the plate? Obviously, they have Luke Maley, they have Casale still. So you have two guys who who are major league catchers. Um, so it seems like that's a, an easy fit for the first couple months. But then there's going to be a big decision to be made once Ramos is healthy. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think what it does, it gives Casale uh, an opportunity, uh, uh, again, to establish himself and, and the same thing uh, with Maley. Uh, you know, they, they both got a pretty good look uh, last year. And so this will not hurt them. And I think over a period of a month or two, uh, I, I think they'll be happy to go with what they have there with the anticipation of Ramos coming back to give this team a big lift, you know, a couple of months into the season. So I, and, and I think what they will do, uh, beyond that, you know, I, I think we touched on it uh, briefly the last time we were together about that inner defense on the infield and Kiermaier in center. But, you know, they need to do some things with the outfield as well on on the corners. And, and I think that's where they're going to use, or at least they have the opportunity perhaps to use a starting pitcher uh, to uh, add to this club in that regard, I, either uh, on one of the corner spots they seem to think Souza is going to be okay, and at least for now, going in to play uh, right field on a more or less everyday basis. But they, they do need to get some depth in the outfield and at DH and in the bullpen, so they still have some work to do. It seems like the one pitcher that everybody would be interested in acquiring is Chris Archer. It also sounds like that's maybe the least likely guy the Rays would like to trade. Um, if the right deal came along, could you see them pulling the trigger on Archer, or are they set on trading a different starter? Well, I think if the right deal came along, you know, if the right deal came along, I think you could look at them trading anyone on this roster. Yeah. I, I, I truly mean that. Uh, I actually, however, think the most likely pitcher to be moved would be uh, Smiley, I think, because he's going to be due $7 million or so. Uh, there's, there has been a lot of interest in him, even down at the trading deadline when we heard a lot about Archer and we heard a lot about uh, Odorizzi. Uh, there, was, there was significant interest in Smiley, and I think he would be the first guy uh, probably in serious discussions on, on both sides, I think, by the Rays and by other clubs. 
The team could also use some bullpen help. You mentioned trading for an outfielder, and you look around the league at, at possible guys that would be good fits and that are that are definitely on the block and that the Rays could afford. And and one guy that I know that I see that that I know the team is is looking to trade guys that are going to be free agents next year would be Gerard Dyson with the Royals. Obviously, he doesn't bring a ton with the bat, but great defensively. Is he a guy that would fit in with what the Rays do? I think that type of player uh, would absolutely be that uh, uh, would be an element that they would be interested in. What what I thought uh, at the end of the year, obviously you, you went only 68 games. There are a lot of areas that you could address, but I really thought that at some point, if they could address the uh, outfield spot and then get uh, a guy who could hit say ninth. For an example, um, Desmond Jennings turned out to be a disappointment here. Uh, they thought maybe he could hit down the lineup, but a guy like him who could hit ninth and be a second leadoff guy and give you speed, the ability to steal bases and generate some offense from that nine spot as you turn the lineup over, that's the sort of guy I see. So, when you mentioned Dyson, I, I think that's a guy. You know, there was a lot of discussion about Jankowski out in San Diego and some discussions about may, maybe making uh, a deal that would be more involved in terms of a number of players going back and forth. But I really think that they're going to look for some play, somebody like that that could help them in the lineup, even if it's down in the ninth spot, and give them some speed in the outfield to cover ground, and that's going to be important. I, I think whichever outfielder they land, I, I think at least going in, the idea is he has to give you something uh, defensively as well as uh, offensively. You know, hard to get a guy who can run and hit a lot of home runs, but I think you can find guys who can run, cover ground in the outfield, and transfer that speed into the lineup to help force the issue against opposing teams and and help uh, the offense. I think maybe you make a good point with Jankowski making more sense in that they would have more service time with him as well. They would have more control over him going forward because the Rays probably unlikely to make a move for a guy that they're not going to be able to control uh, down the road. And you trade some pitching for one year of a guy. It doesn't really fit into into what they sort of tried to do. One other thing I wanted to touch on with you, Dwayne. Sam Fold had his annual wiffle ball tournament over the weekend. Had raises money for type 1 diabetes. Raised more than $82,000 this year. And we actually streamed it uh, live, some of the games here on MLB.com. Uh, I know you know Sam Fold well. Obviously, he was a fan favorite for, for years with the Rays, and this has really become a cool event. Yeah, it has been. It's really great. Uh, you know, they have it at the University of South Florida here. Uh, Sam, when he was here, uh, and obviously even when he's, when he's not a part of this ball club, is still a big part of this community. And, and this thing has continued to grow and become uh, bigger every year. And he attracts some, um, you, you know, some great names. Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, Chris Archer stopped by and uh, Kevin Kiermeyer and, and, and former players as well. Dante Bichette's been involved. Um, and I, I think uh, you're talking about the coverage of that. Uh, Joe Madden lends a hand to that. So it's, it's the kind of thing that 
will I think just continue to grow. That's been the uh, that's been the trend for this from uh, you know as you mentioned over eighty thousand this year, and and I think I think they were up in the neighborhood of fifty thousand or so uh, a year ago. So uh, it's it's perfect. It it represents what Sam is all about, and um, and I might say also we. We actually utilized him on our telecast to uh, to try to break down analytics and uh, all of that one night, and uh, he did a great job of that. So he truly is a, a multi-threat, regardless of uh, what part of this game he's around. Yeah, great stuff, Dwayne. As always, this has been MLB.com Extras, our Rays edition. Thanks to Dwayne Stats for filling in for Bill Chastain. I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.